Oh there! Welcome to Talking with Tigglesworth. My name is RJL Tigglesworth, and I'm at your service. If you want to contact us, info at freedomwithintherapy.com, Twitter at vet underscore therapist, and Facebook at Freedom Within LLC. Mike and I are so glad you joined us today for this episode of Talking with Tigglesworth. You have a good day now, yo. Well, good morning to you. It's been quite the couple of weeks for me. This is Mike from Freedom Within. Welcome to the podcast, Talking with Tigglesworth. It's been quite the week for me, quite the two weeks. It's been about two weeks since I've done a podcast, week and a half. We had some exciting stuff with the baseball team, and we had some trouble with the baseball team, but we'll get into that at another time. Life has been going pretty good for me. And as we always start off, what are you doing for self-care? I started picking up an old hobby this time, something I used to do a couple of years ago. My daughter actually got me back involved in it. She she saw my paint set, and I had a, a, I got a nice easel and a uh, paint set with all kinds of acrylics and paints and paintbrushes and things like that, tools for painting. And she got involved with it, and she saw it. I wanted to try painting. So I was all right. So we set it up. We go outside, sit on a little table. We got outside. We set it up, and she said um, that she enjoys it. So she kept she kept doing it. And we went out and we bought a bunch of easel, not a bunch of um, um, canvases, and some more paints. And some of the stuff that she's creating is pretty good. She's she's kind of natural to it. So uh, we sat down, we painted a little bit together, and we um, just had a good time. And then she got some of her friends to come over, and they started painting. And so pretty soon I look outside and there's two or three teenage girls outside um, painting and their phones are down and they're talking and they're just having a good time. Uh, it's not something that you always see anymore with 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 the technology and the phones and tablets and everything else. So seeing them out there painting, I was like, I'm passing along that avenues for self-care to my own kids and, and to the neighbors around the, the neighborhood. So that was that was pretty good for me this week to see the kids doing that and the kids having fun with painting and finding their creative side. Last night was a late night. We had the uh, high school football game here and it, it rained. Uh, our, our team lost. Um, the last two minutes, they gave up a touchdown. Uh, but the band sounded great. And the reason I bring up the band is because music is, is another way for self-care. And the band sounded fantastic. And they are one of the better bands in the state for high school sports or high schools in general. So... Uh, that band is doing pretty good. So what have you been doing this week for self-care? What have you been doing the last few weeks for self-care? I had a break in the day on Wednesday. Someone uh, canceled. So they gave me the opportunity to go fishing on a Wednesday, which was great because Thursday I had some stuff going on and I couldn't get out to go fishing. So I had a I had like a five-hour break in the middle of my day. I ran out to my boat, jumped in it, went and got some fish. Caught a couple of catfish, caught a um, a redfish. Uh, for those of you that are not around Louisiana, a redfish is what we call. Um, there's all the, the I think the real name, the official name is a a red drum, but we call it a redfish. And unfortunately, I had to give him back to the water because he was he was 14 inches, and in Louisiana the the cutoff is 16 inches. So um, I didn't want to get caught with a with a two inch shy fish in the uh, boat and <laughs> has some serious fines for that. So I gave him back to the water and he, uh, he'll have a, he'll have another time to get caught somewhere else. 
So what's been going on with y'all? What's been going on with with people in general and uh, and veterans and, and families and everything else? So people have been coming to me and I'm starting to look at other ways to improve this podcast where one of the things is going to be starting to do some interviews. So I, I got a few people that I'm trying to line up for interviews and um, we're going to kind of expand the show a little bit to not just veterans and mental health, but also uh, getting the perspective of a veteran and their mental health through interviews and through providers. If I can get some interviews for that, um, that's going to be great. So if you are interested in being interviewed for a podcast or if you have something that you want to say uh, on the podcast and you want others to know about it. Now, look, I ain't Joe Rogan. I don't have 100,000, 400,000, 2 million, 10 million, however many people he has. I don't have that many people listening to me. So I don't know if your message is going to be heard all that much. However, there's a chance for it to be heard. And that's where you take it. So if you want to help me improve this podcast, and if you want to get a message out as well, then that is the way to do it. So email me at info at freedomwithintherapy.com. Catch me on Twitter at vet underscore therapist or on Facebook at Freedom Within Therapy. So if you just put in at Freedom Within Therapy, it will pop up and you could leave me a message. So self-care, we talked about that. We talked about uh, painting and, and boats and fishing and all that good stuff. So I had another had another interaction with the VA today, or not today, this week, which was pretty interesting. It kind of goes along with what what we all keep talking about when when we say records being wrong and everything else. So this time, and the doctor was great. Don't don't get me wrong. This VA doctor was probably one of the better doctors that I've ever met in my life. So this this doctor, um, I'll give him a shout, Doctor Ellis. He was really good, and he knew he knew his stuff. And he actually came up with some conclusions for me that I've been searching for for a while and no one's been able to answer them. So um, Dr. Ellis uh, and, and, and the nurse practitioner that was with him, uh, Jimmy, they, they, they've done good at the New Orleans VA. So give them to a shout out because they, uh, they, they're really there helping vets. So the problem is, is that when, when Dr. Ellis was reading all the things, all the treatments that I've had recently, uh, they, it wasn't me. It wasn't my treatments. It wasn't my medications that I was, that, that they had listed for me. And, and I told him, I said, look, I said, this, this is, this is exactly what I talk about on my podcast. And this is exactly what I, um, what I noticed in my practice is that the records that get inside someone's file are not their records all the time. And so they were asking me questions about, uh, when I got scoped last time and I I've never been scoped. So, um, asking me about different medications that I was taking and I was like, I never took them, but the doctor kind of came up with a plan and he's going to refer me to, uh, neurology and hopefully I'll be able to get some help with some of these headaches that I get all the time. And we'll see, we'll see how it's going to go. Uh, so give a shout out to them. But at the same time, the VA has been in the news again today or this week, just because, uh, there was an article that came out, and, and I don't know how serious it is or, or what, but the article came out about um, moving compensation to civilian offices as opposed to, or C&P exams to civilian offices as opposed to uh, military office, uh, not military, uh, veterans, uh, veterans affairs offices. 
Um, and I want to see how, what do y'all think about that? So what is what does the average vet think about that? about the move and now i know a lot of a lot of the cmp exams are through civilian uh doctors or offices and they go through a number of places i'm a fan of it honestly i'm a fan of it because i think it's going to be first of all there's more providers in the community that will be engaged with veterans care right that's the first thing the second thing is is that you can get somewhere closer and faster to your house because there's more civilian providers in the community. The problem is going to be is that the VA has such a, a, a different rating scale that what a civilian doctor may consider being problematic or being, quote unquote, a dis, uh, disabling condition, the VA may not. So they may have to go through and, and, and change some of their rules or change some of their wording or their verbiage or, or their rating scales or something because... We all know VA math is is not real math. I mean, VA math makes Common Core look make fucking sense, and that's just Common Core don't make no fucking sense. I, I think I'm a fan of it, though. I think I'm a fan of it, and and I think I think I'm gonna say something that that most people probably won't agree with, and uh, that's the beauty of this this wonderful country we got is that you don't have to agree with anything I say, and I don't have to agree with anything you say, but we still have the ability to say it. There's two thoughts, right? Two thoughts. So the first thought, this may not be controversial. This, this, this may be, this will be controversial for some people because some people aren't going to want to believe it because they have something invested in it. And then the second part won't be, uh, well, the second part will be more. You go to a civilian doctor, right? If a, if a, if a person comes to me in my office, right? I'm a, I'm not a doctor. I'm a, I'm a licensed marriage or family therapist. I, I provide mental health, mental health counseling, mental health services, marriage, family therapy, depression, anxiety, PTSD, trauma, EMDR, all kinds of focuses, right? You come to me. My focus is to help you achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Help you figure out what it is going on in your life that you want to fix. What pains do you want to get rid of emotionally? And we get rid of them. We go, we work together. You're invested. I'm invested. I'm invested in time. I'm invested in, in heart. I'm sitting there and I'm helping you emotionally and I'm helping you um, get through whatever you get through. I want you to get better. I really want you to get better. The downside of you getting better is that you don't come back and see me as much anymore, which means I lose money, right? I mean, I don't see it as losing money, but I see it as, I have to keep my game up in order for me to continue to get more patients, more clients, whatever you want to call it. Some therapists call them patients, some therapists call them clients. I call them patients because the insurance company calls them patients and it's easier to transition the language. You come to me, you want to get better. I want you to get better. That means that you don't come as often. That means that I don't get paid as much and I have to find new people to replace you. The good thing is, is that, well, the good and bad thing, I guess, in the world is that there's always somebody that needs some help. So I'm going to be available. My business is going to be okay. Don't worry about that, right? If you want to send me some money, send me some money. Fine. Um, you can mail it to my to my business address. <laughs> but don't don't stress about that. I don't think the same incentive is held at the VA, right? And hear me out. This is where I don't think you might, some might not agree with me. Civilian doctors, civilian hospitals have an incentive to help you get well. If you don't get well, they can go somewhere else. If if I am working with someone for a year and they're not feeling better and they're doing what they're supposed to be doing to feel better and I'm not doing my job, they're going to go somewhere else 
and they're going to find another provider who may help them, right? And it's not to say that I can help everybody. It's to say that I'm putting in my efforts. And as, and as long as I'm putting in my efforts and they're putting in their efforts, most times it's going to be a success. Sometimes it won't because, you know, you got to develop a relationship with people and sometimes two people just don't mesh very well. But on the, on the, on the grand scale, I am trying to help them. They're getting help. If I'm not helping them, they have the ability to go somewhere else. We don't have that ability in the VA. The VA is the exact opposite. If I don't get better at the VA, guess what? I keep going back to the fucking VA. If you don't get better at the VA, you keep going back to the VA. Again and again and again and again for years upon years upon years upon years. And you know what? That's called job security for the VA. It's called job security because, for example, I went to this appointment on Tuesday. Dr. Ellis was great. We established that. Nothing wrong with Dr. Ellis. Great guy. Really like him. Recommend him. Jimmy was good. Great guy. Jimmy called me up for a follow-up yesterday. Great guy. The problem is, is that I drove about an hour to the VA in New Orleans. I get there. My appointment's about 20, 25 minutes. Dr. Ellis says, I can normally do this procedure. I'll go, I'll give it to you. I don't give a shit. Dr. Ellis is suggesting to give me some Botox, right? Not because I got fucking wrinkles everywhere, but because I get these, I get these chronic headaches and he seems to think that it's muscular and that if he gave me some Botox, that would help, um, that would help deaden the, the, not deaden the nerves, but numb the nerves more where the muscles won't be as active in my, in my face. And so, um, I won't get as many headaches. That's his, that's his theory. It's the first time I've heard that theory. So, um, and Dr. Ellis has used to have a private practice somewhere, I think. So we're going to see. The problem is, is that Dr. Ellis also said in my private practice, I could normally give you the Botox right now, but because the VA doesn't allow ENTs to do the Botox, I have to send you to neurology, which means it's another appointment, which means it's another day, another two, three, four, five weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, two months, whatever. By the way, Jimmy called me on, on Friday, like I said, and Jimmy said, oh, well, ENT, uh, neurology wants me to do an e-consult with you to, to, to see if we really need to give you the Botox. So have you tried all these insects? Have you tried all these other, other meds? And I said, Jimmy, I've tried all those things before. I've been, I've been taking those things for years and nothing's, nothing touched it. So then Jimmy said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go tell him that, you know, you're requesting the Botox. But that's the problem is that they keep coming back, coming back, coming back. So now here we are. We're going to be a week removed from the appointment, um, in a few days. And I haven't even heard back about a second appointment yet. Whereas if I went to a civilian doctor, they said, okay, we think this might be the, the, the help for you. Would you like to try this now? Yes or no. And then you have the choice. If you want to wait, go home, think about it. Or if you want to do it now. So the VA is incentivized by job security, by keeping patients, keeping veterans, not getting well. Now, do I think the individual providers want the veterans to get well? Absolutely. I think the individual providers want the veterans to get well. I think the nurses want the veterans to get well. But the system, the system itself, I don't think gives a shit if the veterans get well because the system itself continues to feed the system itself. So therefore, you're going to the VA. I've been going to the VA for years talking about these headaches. And guess what? I'm no closer to getting the damn treatment than I was 10 years ago. 
because I'm still waiting on other approvals, right? So the VA is incentivized in order to not get well. You don't get well, you keep coming back. When you keep coming back, that's job security for everyone else. That's, that's my theory, right? You go to a civilian doctor, they want to get you better. If they don't get you better, you go somewhere else and you find someone that's going to help you get better. The VA, you don't have that option. You go to the VA, you don't get better, you got to keep going back until you decide to go somewhere else. Here's my thought. This is why I think the people won't agree with me at all. But again, it's a free country. Agree if you don't. I wonder, and this is just crazy Mike thinking out loud. I mean, Colonel Tigglesworth thinks it too. But this is just crazy Mike thinking out loud saying, what if we get rid of the fucking VA? Ooh, maybe, maybe, maybe you turned your volume up just now. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you think you're hearing shit. No. What if we get rid of the VA? What if we get rid of the VA and all veterans, we have a Department of Veterans Affairs still, right? We do because we need to process claims and, and we need to process uh, compensation and stuff like that. We don't get rid of the VA in total, but we get rid of the VA healthcare portion where you have to go to the VA and we offer something else saying, if you want, we will pay for your private insurance instead of paying for you to come to the VA. Now, you can't double dip, right? We're going to pay for your VA care at the VA or we're going to pay for your private insurance. Either way, they're paying for you. So if, you, if, you, if you're getting up in the tizzy right now about, about, well, I don't want the government paying for shit. They're paying for your fucking health care, but you go in the VA, right? No, I don't want socialism either. Believe me, I don't want socialism. But that's what we got. Fucking the VA is a form of socialized medicine, right? It's the biggest HMO in the fucking world. So what if they have options? You want the VA? Okay. The VA will be scaled down a lot. But have people go to the VA if they want. But also for people that want to be in the community and not community care because that relies on the VA to authorize that, right? It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Community care authorizes someone to go in the community to get help, but the VA is still in charge of that horse. They're still the ones sending out the authorization, denying the authorizations, rescinding the authorizations after the person's been seen five times and the therapist is not being paid or the, the doctor's not being paid, whoever it is. Have the VA, have the government, if they're paying for your veterans health care anyway, have the government pay for your civilian health care premiums and your civilian deductibles and your civilian co-pays for you to go wherever you want to go and get the help that you want to get from the civilian world. Now, I don't think that's a bad idea. I might be alone in this. I don't think it's a bad idea because it's going to take the burden off of the healthcare, the, the, the civilian, it's going to take the burden off of the VA healthcare system because of the fact that everyone is so spread out around the country. So you're not going to have to have everyone in the metro area of New Orleans come into the New Orleans VA coming from an hour away, two hours away, they can just go to their little small clinics and, and, and get seen whenever they need. And the government is still paying for that. No, and it's not Medicaid for all. I don't want fucking Medicaid and I don't want Medicare. I'm not going with that plan either. That, that, that's a whole nother bag of, a bag of marbles. I want the government to pay for private health insurance for veterans in order for the veterans to go in the community and get the care that they need and the VA will be out of their care. Now, if the VA wants to track 
what's going on because they're getting compensation, great. Do a records request, get the records. But the VA would no longer have a say in if you get this or not because it would be based off the private health insurance plan that the, that the government will be paying for. What are your thoughts? I, I think that could be a great solution, um, not forcing anyone to do any, anything that they don't want to do, but giving them the option. And it's not the government option. It's not the, it's still going to be taxpayer funded, of course, because the, the government doesn't make money, right? I mean, they print a lot of money, but they don't make money. So it's going to be taxpayer funded, but it's, right, it's taxpayer funded right now. So if you go into the VA, that's taxpayer funded. So why not have some options to get to put that money into the economy to where the private health insurance companies, the Blue Cross Blue Shields, the Aetna's, the United Healthcare's, the, the Gills Bars and, and, and all the other little insurance companies that might be around where you live at that I don't even know about. Get them to stimulate the economy, get the veterans to go into the into the civilian offices and stimulate that economy. Providers like me would see an increase in patients that they can help, which would stimulate my business, which would stimulate my family, which would help me to spend more money in other places to stimulate those small businesses. And then that would be a great healthcare solution and an economic boost to the country. I don't think it's crazy. It's not socialized. It's not communism. It, it's, it's, it's capitalism at, 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 at its greatest level in the sense that you're already, all you're doing is diverting funds from putting into this <clears throat> gigantic HMO that people are, are typically not happy with anyway and that they keep having to go and go and go and go and go and not feel better. You're putting that money into a private company who has the incentive to help because if they don't help, guess what? They got that private insurance. They can just go to a different doctor. They can just go to a different specialist. They can just go to a different mental health provider and get their health care. I don't see the issue here. Maybe I'm missing something. If I'm missing something and you know this shit better than I do, because there's going to be a lot of people that probably do. But hey, the idea has got to start somewhere. And so if you if you know the president, put a bug in his ear. If you know if you know a congressman or a senator or a congresswoman or a senator, put the bug in their ear. Right. Info at freedomwithintherapy.com at vet underscore therapists on Twitter and at freedom within therapy on Facebook. I think it's a great idea because so many times I get vets coming to me and saying the same thing over and over and over telling me I'm trying to get the help at the VA. I'm trying to get this thing done. They just won't do it. They won't authorize it. They won't allow me to go see someone in the community to fix it. And veterans just veterans are just, are just sucking it, you know. They're sucking it, and and they're they're stuck in that um in that cycle. And at the end of the day, the VA keeps fucking growing. And at the end of the day, the 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 providers and the and the and the nursing staff and the admin staff and everybody else, they have job security because of the fact that veterans, unless they go buy their own private plan, which a lot of them can't afford when they're on you know, compensation and, and, and fixed income or whatever else they're on, you don't get the help. But it keeps them working, keeps them employed. And then even shit like, you know, the valet parking services keeps them employed, right? It, it keeps them employed. So that's my idea. I want to hear what you got to say about that idea. I want to hear what you think. Um, again, email me, call me, text me, 
message me, whatever you got to do. Veterans businesses out there. I haven't heard from the veterans businesses. I think y'all probably busy and y'all working hard. And, uh, but if you want your bet, your veterans business to be mentioned on here, email me or message me and I'll get it on here in the next show. Um, I do want to read something really quick though, because it kind of, it kind of goes along with what a lot of the veterans I, I work with deal with. And it's a, it's a poem, but it shows the need to make changes, right? This poem shows the need to make changes. And the VA can learn from this poem of making changes. And it's from Porter Nelson. And it's called, There's a Hole in My Sidewalk. Again, by Porter Nelson. And it goes like this. I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find the way out. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe that I'm in the same place, but it isn't my fault. It still takes a long time to get out. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole on the sidewalk. I see it. It's there. I still fall in it. It's a habit. My eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. I get out immediately. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole on the sidewalk. I walk around it. I will walk down another street. That poem emphasizes the need to recognize when something is our fault, how we can control it, and what we can do to not let it continue to happen again. Right now, we have the moment to say we are doing the same thing over and over and over, expecting different results, and we're not getting it. The definition of insanity. So if this is not an idea that you can get behind, they come up with another idea so that vets can get better health care. Vets can get quicker services. Vets aren't waiting 10 years to get fucking Botox because everyone keeps denying it, saying that they don't need it. Try all these pills. I want y'all to have a great, great day. Great week. I want y'all to share this podcast. I want this podcast to go. I read a, I read a, an article a little while ago. said the top 35 veterans podcast. And guess what? Colonel RJL Tigglesworth and talking about Tigglesworth was not on that list. So if you want Colonel RJL Tigglesworth and me, Mike, to be on that list, you need to share the shit out of this podcast. So I want y'all to have a great day. Take care of yourself. And I will talk to y'all soon. You have a good day now, yeah?